Do it again. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world. You're listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. A martini, shaken, not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am the picture that got small. Your first one's on us. Hey, welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Rigadana, and with me, as always... Richie Byrne! The dancing Richie Byrne. The dancing. He got and the I circus... The point right, which I'm you did get the point right. Boom! Boom! <laughs> Boom! How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm okay. We had a killer show last night. That was a lot of fun, man. Vic it was, was great, great catching up with Vic. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Vic DiBattetta was wonderful. Yeah, um, actually, go back and listen to all 79 other episodes. Yeah, this is episode 80, baby. 180, that's wild. There is talk, and by talk, I mean me and you, <laughs> that we're going to do something very special for the 100th. Yes. For the 100th yeah. episode, probably do something special. And it looks like we probably can get away with it because I think we're going to be stuck for a little while longer. What do you think? Yeah. Um, what did you just say? They said May 15th? I'm here in May 15th now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but, that's, um, my, my calendar's been cleared up to June 1st. So uh, I'm okay with May 15th. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, speaking of uh, talking about the virus, my home state, did something I think is pretty cool, and I want to show it to you. Oh, Our, my home Ohio. state, Ohio, made a kind of a little, I guess you could say a morale video, a little safety video, something to get people excited. And we about, have And we have it. So we're going to air that now, All and right. I want to get your take on it. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six feet apart. Stay home. Stay home. How's about we coordinate it? We're gonna do it. Give us any cure, we'll take it. Offer us your hand, we'll shake it. We're gonna make a thing for you. Do it all way. Nothing's gonna make us work now. Cause we're flattening the curve now. We're gonna Oh, it's Ohio. Religion and politics. <laughs> Have you been to Ohio? <laughs> There's got to be one atheist in Ohio who's pissed off about that. <laughs> Do you know what's funny about that cartoon? Is I, I'm like, it's bad and good all rolled up into one. Like I don't know what to make of it. You just described Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's funny that you would come from a state. That has a governor who has wine in his name. I mean, that's legit, right? <laughs> it's like governor of wine. His name's the wine. <laughs> well, I guess uh, governor drunk whiskey was taken. So. <laughs> in that video, my favorite part is when they go to cut and they show the, the skyline. It's it's so true to Ohio fashion. There's only one building. <laughs> yeah. Zoom in on the one building. Who's the guy dancing? Do you even know who that is? I don't know who it is, but it cracks me up every it's time they show up. Because that's supposed to be um, uh, Carmine. Was <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, ironically, that was my nickname in high school, the Big Ragu. Oh, the Big Ragu, really? Eddie Mecca. <laughs> Eddie Mecca. Shout out to Eddie Mecca. Now, um... Here's the thing about that, about that is 
that it's a great idea, but it's a dumb idea, but it's not, I, I can't figure out what, do you think it helps? Do you think people go, oh, I saw the cartoon, the Laverne and Shirley cartoon. I think and it's a, does anyone from Generation Z have any idea what that's from? <laughs> probably not, but I, I feel like it's a little bit of a morale thing. It's I a little bit Milwaukee. of a... I really think they should have let Milwaukee do it, but... Well, Ohio doesn't have Milwaukee in it, I'm so... I'm that Milwaukee was where that took place. You know, I'm wondering... I would love to do the research and find out. I wonder if it's like a college did it, like, you know, that does animation mm-hmm. or something. Maybe. Maybe. And it was just kind of a, a fun project to... I mean, it, it obviously wasn't Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was also really funny when they showed the, the girl with the bat looking out and she thought she saw the coronavirus through the peephole and then opened it up and it's fucking the Buckeye. Get! Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Oh, now like, I gotta watch it. Like, it, this is gonna be like a Kubrick film. I'm gonna go back and watch it. Like, <laughs> Only to you, Richie. <laughs> Everyone else got it the first time. You go back and you're like, oh my god! If you watch it a second or third time, you find new things. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that was very interesting. It was a lot of you know scary, but fun. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, do you know who that doctor is? Is she like a local? I, she she was in all the. Uh, I saw a lot of when when everything first hit. Ohio was kind of ahead of everything. Like as soon as and people were pissed at Dewine. I mean, people are like, "How dare he shut down? Really? How dare he tell people to stay home? Who does he think he is?" And then the rest of the country started doing it, and it was like. And then all of a sudden, like, how dare he shut schools down? And then the rest of the country did it, and they're like, Mike DeWine was a good guy. Mike DeWine, who was that? They were ready to murder him. I don't know much about him. I don't know his politics. I don't even know uh, what side of the aisle he's on. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, on Facebook, I see all my friends bitching about him and then bragging about how they were ahead of the curb. That's funny. <laughs> That's, hold on, I'm just looking him up. Mike DeWine. <laughs> I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's a, okay. Uh, what I want to, uh, I'm wasting time. Sorry. Yeah, we'll fix this in post. Wait, we'll fix this in post. We're live. He's Republican. Um, he's, he's a Republican. Republican. Well, that's probably one of the main reasons people are bitching about him. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and if you would have said Democrat, I would have said the same exact punchline. You just. <laughs> I got you. This is a great show today, man. We got a great guest. Yes, we have a. This is a very special episode. Very, very special old, guest. Very uh, old friend. Take it away, Richie. This uh, is your buddy. I've been friends with this guy since nineteen, and he's a really good friend. I love him to death. Uh, we have a clip for him. We and have a clip. We're bring him out. So let's watch the clip. I've been up to a lot of things since trading spaces. I opened a restaurant in central Illinois near where I'm from. I spent a lot more time there than I, I thought, but it was a great experience. I took an old building, completely gutted it, and designed and built it back up. How about that? Yeah. Designed it, built it. That's my man. Right there. And, 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 and cooked and cleaned and did whatever, and he's here for us today. Give it up for my good friend, Doug Wilson, ladies. Doug Wilson's in the house. <laughs> Hello. Hey, Richie. Hi. Mark, how are you? Good, man. It's great to have another Midwestern voice on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. Do what do you fucking mean? I know. I, I, I swear to God, I get swore at more than, more than more than when I go home and visit my parents Doug, do you like the design behind me? Do you like me? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Mark and Mark's is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like yes. that? Oh, you can't see it. I have a panic button. That's oh, no. see it. I didn't see it. Um, Do you I, like I, my name? Do you see my I, name? I just when you guys were talking, I just saw the bacon breast. <laughs> Doug used to call me bacon breast. <laughs> <it. laughs> 
Well, I, here, here's how it, here's how it happened. <laughs> Richie and I, okay, my God. Okay, we toured in this show, None for the Road. Okay, yeah. and I came on, and let me just say, the first day when I was on set, we were changing. We did the show in high schools and junior highs all around the country. It was, it was a tour of high schools, yeah. Yeah, um, and it was um, on uh, DWI, uh, Drinking and Driving. So anyway. I Richie was the before? <laughs> ironically <laughs> so so um i replaced someone and i come on and um i didn't know richie at all i didn't know his background i've got four brothers he's got three brothers you know and you know he he's wised off and said something to me <laughs> no. and i was i i just i just punched him right in the freaking arm <laughs> I mean, it was just instinct, you know. You son of a bitch! Bam! <laughs> and and then we, we we bonded over that. I think. yeah, we did. <laughs> I gave, like I, I I was like being a smartass, right, about something, and he just punched me, fucking hit me. Well, <laughs> you 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 have to understand also that Richie brings the, that out of people. The people the the people that had had the role before me were maybe a little light in their loafers. You know, uh -huh. so so Richie, yeah, Chris, you're such a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to Trixie Trixel, yes, that's true. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, I think Richie just you know was used to you know being able to push people around, and I'm like, no, that ain't flying with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true at all. Now, I, I just I want you to know that I came prepared. Yeah, yeah. I've got what are you my, drinking? What are you drinking? I got a Dutch craft vodka. I'm looking, I'm looking for an endorsement sponsorship deal. So, <laughs> so I've got, I've got you that. I've, here, brother. I've got my mixers. Okay. I've got my ice bucket. And Richie, got, this is a friend of yours. I've got a sandwich just in case. Because <laughs> I don't know how long this bullshit's going right, to go on. So it's less than an hour. The show is less than an hour. And... We asked you to be on a show, not go fucking camping for the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I never know with you. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've, Richie, Richie we've can done be. Worth the camp. I've been a captive, you know, um, audience of Richie's for years. When when we were traveling in that show, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we had to listen to his damn routine you got, constantly because so we were in a car we were all in a car together you're so and, full of shit you're, yeah, so full of shit. <laughs> you're so full of shit right now and no, i guarantee <laughs> even if this was in the 19 whatever year you were saying it was the uh -huh. 80s yeah. it was the 80s he's still doing the same jokes so <laughs> <laughs> jesus mary and joseph christ can I, in heaven can i just say one thing mark is not full of shit <laughs> God, I wish I'd write something new. Anyway, yeah, you know, you know, it's been a while when you get up there and go. So, how about that Reagan? But, um, uh, what I would do because we literally, Mark, we were in a van and we would tour. We toured the country. I mean, mostly, mostly up New York, mostly East Coast, mostly East Coast. We, after you came in, yeah. Before that, we went to St. Louis. We went to Chicago. I don't. Were, were you in Chicago with us? No, 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 no. no. And um, God, I wish we had some photos. We of literally this. would go. We were Rhode Island for before you. We Rhode Island, but you'd go into a town and you would stay in a hotel, and then we'd get in the van in the morning and drive to a school. We'd do a show at the school. We'd put everything back in the van. We'd drive to another school. We'd do another show, and then we'd go back to the hotel. And sometimes those schools were two hours apart. Sometimes the school could be three hours away from the hotel. So we spent eight, nine hours easy, five mm -hmm. of us sitting in that van trying to find ways to entertain each other. And I got to say, in all, fair, in all honesty, a lot of material, because I wasn't a comic yet, but a lot of times I just say something, you guys would laugh, and I would then incorporate it later when I started doing stand-up. Yeah. I mean that. I, I, there were, I knew if Doug laughed, it had to be funny. So Doug, you better hit him up for some writing credit and some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where's my check? You get ten percent of what I'm making off this show. <laughs> Man, how can you divide up nothing? So, so you're drinking vodka and some different juices. Look like polar uh, seltzers. Yeah, it's po polar seltzer, something like that. 
And what do you love. got, Marky? What do you got? I am doing the uh, Italiano n- uh, Nespresso with a little bit of that homemade Kahlua my mom made. Mark's so. got a gig tonight. Oh, you got some Kahlua. All right. I, in honor of you, Doug. Yes. I went and made myself a martini. Nice. Yeah. Very because, nice. And I'm That's pouring, what took so long. I'm pouring it now. No, I made it early and I've had it in the refrigerator. So it's in. Oh, okay. And I've had the glass chilling for an hour. Yeah, I can wow. see it's frosty. Yeah, I'm not kidding. I'm not joking around here. So cheers, boys. Cheers. cheers. Thank you for doing this. Cheers. Where, where's my screen? There we are. Okay. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good, Doug. Here's, <laughs> here's, what, here, here's what I wasn't going to tell this story, but I'm going to tell it. A friend oh, God. Of ours, a, like a mentor, really, to both of us, who uh, had written that play, Mark, about uh, the dr- drunk drinking and driving, none for the road. He had written a... He was older than us, and, and he's, uh, he, he's like a father figure to me, and, and I'm sure to you in a lot of ways, right, Doug? Yeah, yeah. He, um, he'd written this musical. And oh, God. <laughs> this is about 16, 17 years ago, and Doug was so hot on Trading Spaces, and he asked us to be in the musical, and he put Doug in the musical in one of the lead roles, and... The musical, the, things were kind of a mess. The musical was great. I thought it was a great show. I, I thought but, it was too. Yeah, but it wasn't, we were like, listen, we'll only do this if it's going to be professionally done. And, but, and we didn't really feel it was really professionally being done. I felt and, like I was doing children's theater. Yeah, and the, our, the guy who wrote it and was saying to me, I think Doug's going to quit. Because Doug was like hot. I mean, he was a hot name. And he kept well, saying, I think I, we, was I on billboards and everything? You were, you were, dude, you were huge. Time? Yeah. And he's like, I think Doug might quit. You have to take him out, get him drunk, and keep him <laughs> in the show. And every night, Doug and I would go out and get <laughs> martinis. And after about two martinis, I'd sit there going, you need to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I go, dude, if, they, if people come to the show and they go, well, the chubby guy sucked you know <laughs> nobody's gonna care i go but if they go the guy from trading spaces that's you can't have that right they are, no well they can't are, in the honor oh uh, yes and, and he did quit yeah and um you know what what was it um oh shoot i lost my track of thought um anyway <laughs> so i have an i have an eddie mecca story you brought up eddie um I was working. I had a restaurant for a while. You have an Eddie Mecca story. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had forgotten about it because we were talking about you know some people that I met along the way, and and I wrote down some names, and um, I completely forgot about this. There's so many people that you just, I just don't remember. But I had that restaurant in Illinois that I, I ran, and, and completely gutted a building and um, and uh, designed a restaurant. And I did that for about three years. But while I was there, there's also Little Theater on the Square, which is a um, equity uh, theater, small house, but an equity theater. Well, Eddie Mecca and um, uh, Shirley, what's her name? Cindy Williams. Cindy Williams. Williams, Yes. They came in and did a a show together. It was just the two of them. Can't remember what the name was, but um, they would they would come to the restaurant and and hang out. Um, As the story goes, when they were in rehearsal, I guess Eddie Mecca sharded. <laughs> he sharded and he had to run back, run off stage, go and check himself. <laughs> he literally brought his underwear back and showed it to Shirley and, you know, everyone on stage. No, it, it, it wasn't that much. Can you imagine? Again, just like Ohio, part of that is the greatest thing I've ever heard and the worst thing I've ever heard. I can't figure out what Wow, to Eddie Mecca. He, Eddie he Mecca with a little show and tell. He may or may not have been drinking. I would hope so. Now, he, he was the guy who did. I just lost you guys. Yeah, that Uh-oh. happens. Are you back? I. You'll come back. You'll come back. I lost. I lost sound. Uh oh. He lost sound. You lost sound. Well, we're not live, which is good. No, nothing. 
Check uh, one Duke and all right, we're gonna have him in the green room. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring him back, and then thankfully we'll just be able to cut. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hey, this is going well. Which this one? Is fun. Wow. Do you have the uh, Mercedes? Like I mean, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, oh. Oh. Can you oh, I'm back. I'm back. There we go. Yeah, that happens live, Doug. <laughs> I, I didn't do anything. No, it's not. I'm saying it happens to us live. It sucks. Oh, it yeah. could also be because it's earlier in the day, Mark. Uh, yeah, so there's a know, lot of people are on streaming. We'll, over that. we'll fix that in post. Okay. By we, I mean Joey, the producer. But um, <laughs> um, Eddie Mecca, I think that's where I took it from. So let me, if you remember, Eddie Mecca danced with Madonna. In a league of their own, did you see a league of their own? The movie, because yeah, uh, of course. Laverne, what's her name? Penny Marshall directed it. Yeah, and he there's a scene where the girls are in a bar, and um, Madonna's dancing, and she's dancing with Eddie Mecca. I, I'll pay. I'll have to pay attention to that next time I see and it. What play was he doing with Cindy Williams? Do you remember? I can't. I can't remember the play. It, it wasn't anything that was wildly popular. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was just a two-person play. So you you built a restaurant pretty much from the ground up. Yeah, well, I, I nearly, I should say, nearly gutted the whole restaurant. I mean, yes, I, I gutted 90% of it and then um, built it back up. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, you were never here. You were never in New York at that time. Uh, I was in and out. I was still, like, when I was doing it, I was still shooting my show Moving Up. And also, um, that was on the tail end of Trading Spaces. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, there was one year where we got, the cast got fired. They didn't hire us back, and they brought in um, another whole cast. It didn't fly, because then they came back and rehired us. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was, like, yeah I remember that. Wow. <laughs> well, that, was, that was one of the first really big reality shows that I remember, where, I mean... It was us and Survivor that really came out mm -hmm. kind of at the same time uh, for reality base. But because I used to tell people you were Simon Cowell before Simon Cowell. <laughs> well, you know Simon Cowell. Okay, I used to write an article uh, for Intouch Weekly, and it was like so, like celebrity homes, and then I would recommend things to get the look and the feel of what the celebrities have. So everybody from yes Madonna to you know Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell, this came out of his mouth. Simon Cowell said, well, is he going to be mean to me? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, dead, I'm dead serious. Because is... you were always, I used to tell people, people would go, I go, you know, my, my friend is on that show. And people go, which one? I go, Doug, he's the asshole. Because you, <laughs> you were so mean. I was, you know what? I, I said everything that, the viewers wanted to say, mm -hmm. you know, and the viewers loved me because I was just, I was honest. I wasn't sugarcoating anything. And you know, if, if it was ugly, well, it, it's ugly. All right, let's fix it. Um, or, now, you know, stuck to my guns on, on design, push the envelope. Tell the millions of people that are watching right now. <laughs> um, how did, cause I don't even know this. Cause you, you and I weren't really on good terms at the time. How did you get? How did you get this? How did this come about? I've never asked you this. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Um, interesting. You were um, an actor in New York. Yeah, I was an actor in New York, but that has nothing to I know. do with how I, I know. got the role. And you, and you had the handyman. That was the name of your. Yeah, I, I started my my career. Um, yes, in New York, washing windows, and then I started a business called Handyman Can and ended up working for interior designers and you know renovating homes painting homes not renovating really at that time in fact richie you remember working with me no, i hired richie no, Doug, i forgot here's what <laughs> can I, let me i'm going to tell you the real story here's what happened. He, i might embellish he's living in Men no you know but i'm, I'm going to give you a break here because i think you were going to be nice to me and i wasn't going to let you he's looking <laughs> He's living in Manhattan and he's got this business and he's got to get his paints and everything from one side of the Manhattan to another side of Manhattan. But he doesn't have a car. Who has a car in Manhattan? 
Well, who owned the car? Any I, comedian you know. <laughs> I owned the car. So he said to me, hey, man, I really need a car. Um, and I, he said, I'll give you $150 an hour, a, a day if you let me use your car to get around Manhattan to do my work. And I go, well, I'll do you one better. I'll work for you. And he said, then I'll give you 100 <laughs> I don't blame you because I, I guarantee dude, you bring I, Richie on a job, he's going to tell you you're, you're painting it wrong. You're painting I'm it wrong. Stuck. No, I couldn't do it. Doug, I he, he was, like, there was blue tape wrapped all around yes. him all the time. He could not tape a baseboard to save his life. I've uh, never seen anyone so inept and as Richie Byrne. And the one thing I did that was amazing, and I've always remembered this, every day he would clean up, even if he wasn't done, he made sure that room was spotless. He would not leave a room unless it was cleaned up, which I thought was cool because people yeah. were still living there. And he yeah. would be like, all right, can you just vacuum? I couldn't even vacuum, Mark. It was terrible. I was like, I Richie's going, bro, bro, the vacuum don't work, bro. I don't know how this vacuum works. Did you did you hit the power button? Ah, I don't know where the power button is, bro. <laughs> you should have seen Joey trying to walk Richie through getting online. Oh, yeah. Our producer, Joey, oh. he had to send him a laptop computer. Yeah, this he is had to send him my computer. <laughs> what happened to you, Richie? I, what uh, happened to you? And nineteen, nineteen, what fifty uh, nine? You just quit believing in technology. No, I just, you know what happened? And I computers, bro. These are just fads. Computers aren't going to last. I would no. I would ask people to show me things online, how to work things, and people would go to show me, and then I would have trouble figuring it out and they go let me do it that was everyone like every computer nerd just just let me do it just let me do it so, so you never learned you never learn anything <laughs> you mama's boy so like just i got it. i'll do it i'll do it <laughs> so i never learned anything but Doug, we had a lot of good times we drove up and down uh, yeah. um yeah. and it, mark i used to have to stay at his at his apartment a lot and uh because we'd get up early and go to work it's everything job we did. We got up early, you and me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And um, and and mostly with a hangover. And um, <laughs> he, you had a dog, Ice. Oh, Ice. Oh, ice. ice. Bla Black Ice. Yeah, loved him, dude. And the he, dog was infatuated with me. Remember he, was, he Ice loved you. Just I don't know why. He would. He would. I would be on Doug's couch because I was sleeping on the couch. Ice would get on the couch and just stare at me, just. <laughs> stare. It, it, his paw. And then, but then I would stare back, and then after a few minutes, he just casually put his paw on my leg, like he was hitting on me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Richie, and would, you and I's relationship. I would take the paw away, and a few minutes later, he'd put the paw back, but he never stopped staring at me. And I miss Ice so much. He was one of my favorite. He was such a. Richie goes, okay, I'll pet you. And I went, yeah, you better heavy pet me. <laughs> I will, I will, um, I will copy the one of these really good pictures that I have of him and and, uh, and send to you. Really, I would love that. Yeah, one of my, um, I, mean, I never had a dog. He was my favorite, one of my favorite dogs. I adored Ice. Can we get back to me and my story? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, thank you. So, so you were working right? I forget. I'm a, I'm a half a martini and I forgot where we were. <laughs> God. Yeah. So, okay. So I, then the handyman and, and painting. So that then moved into decorative painting because I was going in all these nice, you know, really nice homes and seeing these decorative paint finishes. Well, in high school and college, I worked for an interior designer, silkscreen lithographer, graphic artist, whatever. So I learned a lot of skills in terms of color and how you mix color. And I was like, well, that I can do this. So I ended up um, doing some uh, paint finishes for interior designers and um, ended up becoming really well known for it. And I did decorator show houses, Kips Bay decorator show house, so on and so forth. But in the meantime, I was also maintaining Michael Bloomberg's townhouse. Um, I maintained his townhouse on the Upper East Side for about 
nearly 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, uh, I did, did restoration work and repair to, to paints. I didn't do the original work, but um, there is one, one little space that I did something original. But anyway, um, so I was doing these decorated show houses. Kip Spay Decorated Show House um, is the creme de creme of any show house in the country, possibly the world. And um, I got press in the um, New York Times for it. And then, you know, I did some other decorated show houses for, you know, um, designers. You know, I would do the, the painting for them. But they were leaving me out of the credits, okay, in, uh, when things went to magazines and such. So I decided to take it upon myself to say, well, screw it. I'll invest in the space and I will, I can decorate it. I can style the space. You know, the first space I had was a, a vestibule, entry vestibule, right, you know, a small space. And then um, another space I did was Showcase Home for the Millennium um, in 1999. And um, I did this zebra print on the walls, big scale, large scale, sort of like, you know, taking a cue from Ralph Lauren and their Ottomans, you know, zebra Ottomans and stuff. And uh, then I teamed up with Crate and Barrel and they gave me all the furniture and um, House and Garden Magazine wanted to publish it. Uh, so, But my photos weren't up to par for them and the show house was taken down so um they decided to put me in a color psychology article and there was a production company down in knoxville tennessee that they had somebody scouting magazines and so on and so forth looking for artistic creative people for this little show that we didn't it didn't even have a name at the time um, and it became trading spaces so I was found, I wasn't cast. Now, most things now, they're cast. You know, mm-hmm. you, you mm-hmm. see all these reality shows where, you know, mom, daughter, and mom, <laughs> and whatever. And I'm not sh- so sure that those girls and whatever are right. actually doing what they say they're doing. We were real. And that was the heart and soul of, I think, Trading Spaces, why it became so, you there. know, it, 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 we were not faking it. We. We didn't know what we were doing, you know. There mm-hmm. wasn't. We didn't know what reality based was because there was no it was term brand new. Rea- reality based. Right, right. So, and then yeah, I thought I was going to do it. I'll just get a reel together. Maybe I can like be the Today Show guy, you know, that that does right. decorative paint finishes and styles and and so on. Well, little did I know. Yeah. It, it blew up. It blew up. <laughs> it was. We we um we'd go out, Mark. Uh, to a bar or something, me, him, and our friend Vince or Jonathan or, or yeah. and people, it was like being with a rock star. I mean, people were, uh, I had a girl hit on me to get to him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I was laughing my ass off because she was like, pretty much, if you want to go outside for a little, I'm like, he's right here. I'm not his bodyguard. Are you- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, you know, I have that, you know, image of being like, you know, the mean guy and whatever. But Rich knows this. I mean, he will back me. You know, it's kind of the opposite of who I am. Yeah, yeah I can be acerbic and, you know, sarcastic and whatnot. Oh, but you, know, you can be I, a huge dick. <laughs> but I'm not mean. No, no, you're not. And even even uh, last, last year, we went out for drinks and a guy came up and was like, I love you, man. Oh, remember it was me, you, and Vince. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the guy yeah. was going crazy, and it was so that it was great to see. And I, I love that. I love that. I think, and you were great to him and his wife, and it was really sweet. You know. Yeah. Now, and you have a big fan. At the time, you had a big fan in someone who I worked with, and I don't know if Mark ever worked with John Stewart. No, oh, yeah. John Stewart was a big fan of the show. Yes, John Stewart, and super he, fan. And he, he had you. He had you on the Daily Show. Yes, I, I was on the Daily Show. It, it's my favorite interview I've ever done. Um, it was. He has and, better and, comedic credits than us. Yeah, he and, does. Yeah. And 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 you know, honestly, that was actually my first talk show interview, and it was the best interview I've ever done. I think. Really? Well, we yeah. have a clip. Let's let's run the clip. Oh, okay. Please welcome Doug Wilson. Doug. You look like a baby. How 
yeah. I'm great. Did you decorate this? Huh? It's good. Huh? Nice. The good dance. Yeah. It's called. <laughs> How you doing? Mm. I'm good. I'm good. I just like to come here and drink water. Have Everybody, water. every that's the first thing people do. They come here and they. That have was vodka. Water. Come on. I wish. The talk show. Mm. You do that, and then you tell a tremendous anecdote about a woman who wouldn't let you paint her couch, and uh, <laughs> and then uh, I say when your show is on, yeah. and then you're like. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. You know what's sad about this is I watch your show. Uh, I think constantly. <laughs> That's great. John that, Stewart was like this huge, you know, he he's fanboying for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have to say hardly anything in that interview because he was just so excited about talking about the show. Well, you know, so. when I did the Rosie O'Donnell show, he was a guest. Oh, he was. Then um, he found out that it was my first national show. Uh-huh. And you would have thought it was his. He went berserk. We were in, in adjoining dressing rooms, and uh -huh. he introduced himself to. And it's all he could. He was pulling people in. You know, it's his first big show. Did you know how big this is? Like he was so excited for me. You know, he really is a super nice guy. He's, yeah, he is. He's he's genuine. I, he I really, really is I genuine. Love him. And every time, and I had a lot of friends who worked on the Daily Show, so I used to go to the Daily Show a lot. I actually was uh -huh. talking. They talked to me about doing backing up the warm up guy. It just never came about. Right. And then. Anytime I went there, I would just go, hey, John, Richie Byrne. For, and he go, Rosie O'Donnell. He remembered. He was such a good guy that way. That's cool. Yeah. You know, he, when, this, when this happened, when I got on um, the John Stewart show, um, apparently um, Bill Maher or somebody um, bailed kind of at the last minute to, to be on the show. So, of course, you know, they're booking people, put the word out to every network and anyone who's in town, you know, who can we get? to replace this, we need them like today, like at four o'clock, okay? And I was actually booked on a flight to LA that afternoon uh, because I was going to do the, the, final, uh, the finals of um, uh, Donny Osmond $100,000 Pyramid. So, but, so they ended up changing, my, the network ended up changing my flight so that I could be on the Jon Stewart show or the Daily Show. They also, though, booked at the same time Sam Rockwell. So they didn't, they didn't want to say no to either of us because they wanted both of us on because Sam was promoting that uh, Gong Show uh, movie. Oh, the, um, oh, yeah, Chuck Barris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. George Clooney directed it, and then, then I'm going to veer off to that in a, in a minute. Um, so um, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, Sam went before I did, and... He may or may not have been smoking some marijuana before the interview. No. And so he's going on this story talking about, you know, and going up the mountain. And it was like a tangent. John Stewart finally is like, are you on that mountain right now? <laughs> and it, it was actually an uncomfortable. You could feel the audience. The audience was like, kind of, it was un a little uncomfortable. So when I came out, you know, it was like, they're like, oh, thank God, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, so um, yeah, then I saw Sam again um, at the premiere of, um, what is the name of that movie? Dangerous, what? The Gong Show movie. Oh, uh, I, I don't um, remember the name. Yeah, I can't, can't remember. Because Chuck Barris claimed to be a spy. Yeah. Well, that, that and, and and it was about yeah, his, that premiere was, like, was the first time I walked down the red carpet in L.A. and um, and I okay I walked I was with Alex McLeod, the first host of Trading Spaces, but people you know don't always remember that we had a host before Paige Davis, Alex McLeod. Well, Paige, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, know. Alex McLeod was the first host. She then went on to do um, uh, the dating show, um, uh, the first. Where they gave the rose out. What what the, what the hell is that? Shit? I don't watch it. Bachelor. Yeah, the Bachelor. Yeah. Yes. Hey, Doug, when I'm reminding you of names, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Stop drinking. So anyway, that was the first um, first red carpet, and it, Alex was so mad because we got there a little later than she wanted to, 
and we went after George Clooney and she didn't she didn't like that. So we had to kind of wait for George to get through the line. And it was um, so we go through the line. You know, I, you know, was kind of very nervous about how to, how do you work the camera? Alex would say, we have to look at this. We have to look at the same people every time. She was like getting annoyed with me. She was training me. <laughs> um, so we anyway, we go into um, go into the party afterwards. And uh, there's, you know, everybody's there, Matt Damon, you know, so on and so forth. And in fact, I was able to go in the VIP room and uh, I was nervous. Yeah, very nervous. Um, hadn't been around this type of atmosphere ever. And, um, and yeah, so this, I is this is A-list shit now. Yeah, this is A-list shit. Yeah. yeah. So I walk through and I'm seeing all these people, you know, that I know, but you know, would never say anything to. And I walk back and I'm, I'm about ready to walk out and somebody yells to me, say, Doug, Doug. And I, I turn and it's freaking Matt Damon. And he ah. was there, he was there with his wife and he's like, we were just talking about you today. Blah, blah, blah. And he's, I, he no says, way. sit down, we got to talk to you, you know? So we sat, I sat down and talked to them for, for quite a while. And um, that was great. And I was dumbfounded because <laughs> I was like, I knew that like normal people, like, you know, knew you. The, the Midwest knew me, but I never, it never occurred to me that celebrities, famous right? people might be watching us. Right. We're, we're watching us. Right. You know, and That's it was like a, a huge awakening. Yeah. Well, I, and, and the, what is it? The president of TLC, which you were on TLC, right? TLC, yeah, and uh, the president or was the was Doctor Oz's roommate in Cubs? Um, yes, well, um, he, yeah. he was the, not the president. Um, Great was, guy. Well, like Great the C CEO. Coach, shoot, um, what's his name? I can't remember his name either, so yeah. I'm not going to be any help. But it, he was Doctor Oz's roommate in Cubs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. At, at Harvard, and um, Doug came to see me at Doctor Oz show, and. Doc and Doc knew who you were. He's all I go and he, and and then you you mentioned his roommate and that was him, Mark. I was out. Doc and Doug like went off together and then I, like, nobody had time for me for the rest of the freaking day. Nobody invited you to the birthday well, party. Yeah, I was like left out. Do, do you know that um that roommate what it's gonna kill me. Um he was on the flight that landed in the Hudson that you know no Sully. Sully. Yes, no he was way. on that flight. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. We're gonna have to put oh, the bird down. His name, but he what? A, he's a really nice guy, and yeah. when when he's come, he comes to the show every once in a while, and we always make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> he still comes. Yeah, yeah, he comes around. So great, you, thanks. You, now you are you are in Manhattan right now, uh -huh. and you've been dealing with this from Manhattan. The whole time. Uh, yeah. In fact, you know, I was an early quarantiner um, and an early mask word, to be quite honest. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh. <laughs> well, by the time I, I, I knew it, like something told me I need to go get masks. OK, go to Janovic or go to wherever. And then I wasn't able to do it that day. Well, then the next day, was everything was gone. And I'm like, oh my wait, oh I've got my 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 mask that I use for painting somewhere. So ah. I, I I dug it out. Yeah. And you really go outside like that? Put the picture up again, Joey. Yes, I Luke, just did. I am your father. Jesus. And I try to make it look as weird as possible. Well, you got to. Good job. Good job. <laughs> now, how how are things there? Is is it really? It's. Well, it, it is, you know, there's all these people out there that are like, you know, the conspiracy theorists and, and whatnot, that this isn't really what it is. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. How can, how can yeah. you even believe that? Even, um, even in New York City? Because I understand that on the outskirts of the I think on the outskirts. I don't think not in New York City. Yeah, New York so, pretty much. Yeah. I have a I'm, lot of friends who's, who keep saying that it's not real and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, all right, this summer you're coming to a lot of funerals with me. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I do a weekly um, check-in with 
my um, my hometown, uh, Champaign, Illinois, University of Illinois, uh, TV station there, WCIA, a show called CI Living. So uh, every Tuesday, I have a standing um, taping with them, and I give them an update on on what's going on in the city from my perspective, and and what I'm doing to just you know keep occupied. And um, last week, last Monday. Or, or no, this Monday, I just did this. Um, Monday, I went down to Lenox Hill Hospital because I'm tired of these people like, oh, this is not real. Um, and I videoed the semis, not to get too dark here, but you know, this is reality. The, the two semi-trailers that were back to back with a tent in between and the tents you know, going into the doorway of Lenox Hill to camouflage all of the body bags that are going into those wow. freezer trucks. We Yeah, it's it's really, and then they um, they also um, had some footage from Potter's Island, where um, you know the trenches are being made and they're stacking wooden boxes of bodies in these trenches because you know they just you know that's what they can do. More than anything is how quiet it is. It's New no. York City, and it's just yeah. quiet. It's Isn't it eerily quiet? Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, yeah, this I sent you. Yeah. yeah. Afternoon on a work day. And that's Third Avenue at 76th yeah. Street. I you, mean, you can't uh, even you can't even find you can't even drive a car up that street during the day. No, it's so bad. No. No. But um yeah, it's 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 um it it's a different time and I don't know what's going to happen. And I don't want to dwell on this too much, but I think it's really going to change how we live in the future. And mm -hmm. I think that we're going to, well, I think one, it's going to change, okay, how we interact with people. Um, it's going to, you know, hygiene is going to be something that we're very concerned with, washing Mark, our hands. That's a positive. So, yeah. That, I, I look like Pig Pen, but I smell like soap. All right. But, but uh, speaking from the entertainment industry side, okay, reality based TV came out, and I was a part of that. And the networks were like, oh, you mean we can just have regular people on and not pay them and then, you know, not have a studio and use people's homes or just wherever they are and save hundreds of thousands of dollars? Well, now what's happening, we're seeing, like we're doing right now. Yeah, this is... Taping, taping in our own homes. Yeah. So I think, you know, besides, you know, flying people here and there, you know, I think uh, companies are going to look at this as, well, it worked during coronavirus. You know what? Why can't it work? You know, you know I think a lot's going to change. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, now, you're a big you're a big theater guy. That, that's We met doing theater. Yes. Yeah. What do you think happens with the Broadway shows? I mean, do you have a, an opinion on this? And I, I, I don't. I, I don't think Broadway is going to change because, you know, it, you can go see a movie of a of a Broadway show. Um, but people always want to see live theater. They're always want to, going to want to go to a live concert. They Live, I think, you know, there's certain comedy. things that you have to have. Yeah, I understand. Um, do you think... Unless Richie's on the show. Do you, thank, yeah. thank you. Do you <laughs> think that... Any of the shows, because I'm starting to worry about this. Uh, you think that any of the shows that we're running when this hit can handle it and be running when we come back? No, I think, I think we're. I think we are going to to lose some shows. Um, you know, the shows that were maybe just kind of hanging on. Right. Um, you, okay, I'll give you because a, a friend of mine's wife is the producer, mm -hmm. and it's um, uh, Hades Town, which is a big hit. Oh, Patrick uh, Page's right. husband Page. is there. Yeah, Page Davis's husband is the star. Yeah, he was uh, up for uh, yeah for a Tony. Know, I ran into him in the street right uh -huh. after after he got the no, the nom after they got all the Tony nominations. Right. And yeah. When I we went to I went to the show with Joel, our producer, and our and and Gino from Gino's Cheesesteaks.
uh-huh. and, and who you know, you met it, you you know, yeah. Gio yeah. and who's very good friends with Mark, by the way. And um, mm-hmm. and after the show, we go outside, and who's getting a cab? But Paige's Patrick husband. Page. And we were like, "Hey, great show, Pat. Oh, thanks." Blah blah blah. Then, it, like a, a month later, I'm walking down the street to go do a show at Sirius radio and who's getting in a cab patrick and i go hey man congrats on the tone he's like thank you i'm like i don't even know this guy but he keeps popping up in my <laughs> he must be like who is this guy why does this guy keep showing up on that's <laughs> funny and then i did that same week i had to fill in at uh rachel ray and Paige was the guest yeah <laughs> and i said to her i go i keep running into your husband on the street and she was like, oh, you're the guy, Joe. And then I told her that I was good friends with you. And she yep. said, whatever you do, don't tell him I'm here. <laughs> Why is that? She was just kidding. Um, you know, maybe maybe, um, maybe that's a sign that there's a threesome in the cards for the three Me of you. Me and Patrick and Paige. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know, Doug. What would I do? You, you, you might know a little more about that than me. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you eating the sandwich? What are you doing? No, I'm pouring I'm making a drink. A, I'm, I'm doing a refill. And what is that noise? There's like a, me refilling, you know, the drink. Yeah, and so. We never told the joke, did we? No. I guess we're going to be closing the show. Here's the deal, Doug. The name of the no, show. No, no, no. We have so much more to talk about. I know. Well, here's the fucked up thing about you, Doug Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot, but I'm going to. I'm going to tell our audience this. We do the podcast before we were live video. We used to do the podcast at the comic strip. They had a, a podcast studio. Uh, and the pod and, and the comic strip is not far from where Doug lives. Yeah, it's right there. I used to say, Doug, come do the podcast. And you always had a reason you couldn't do it. Oh, I can't. Now we got you on. We had, a, we had to go to your home to get you. And now you're like, I don't want to stop. <laughs> this is too much fun and i told you it would be fun but, but that's why we named the show drinks jokes and storytelling so we always do we always start the show with a drink obviously right then we tell a joke but we got you on and we forgot to tell the joke okay well is it gonna is it gonna be any good um yeah if i can remember it i was gonna tell it an hour <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I got it. I got it. But let, let's go out with it. It's, Doug, um, I feel like I want to talk more, but we're like, we usually get out at this time. Well, you know what? It, it, that means zero. we have to have you back on. Would okay. you come back on? Yeah. What the hell else do I have to do right now? <laughs> you know what? It, it's quotes like that that make us feel really wanted. <laughs> what the hell else am I doing? Yeah, I guess I'll come on your show at the end of the world and then ding dong. Hey! <laughs> We're ready. We got the cameras. Okay, why don't you, okay, you bring me back for the 100th. We, we would get to- You know what? We would we we're going to talk when we finish the show. Don't go off. Stay on. We're going to be backstage. We'll talk. Okay. We'd love to have you on for the 100th. That'd and I be think awesome. you, should, you should have a few people on for the hundred. That was our that's yeah. our uh, goal to have you, rotating Mr. cast. We're way ahead of you. <laughs> You're a dick burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's my joke. You ready? Oh, 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 we didn't even talk about Hollywood Squares. Oh yeah, Hollywood, Hollywood, oh my Hollywood God, Squares. What well, do you want to save that for next time? Yes. Let's we'll say. save it for next time. Yeah. Okay. And, and Lindsay Lohan and okay, Lindsay yeah, Lohan. Yeah. We've got so much, so much more on the table. I knew that. I knew this. Cliffhanger. Anyone we're, listening, make sure you tune back in because we're going to have Doug back have on, and you're going to hear. We're going to have a brand new sandwich. <laughs> All right. So here's the joke, and then we'll go out. Um, Sixty-year-old woman's walking down the street. Is that you? <laughs> I like Doug a lot. You know if you're gonna ruin the joke, I <laughs> should go out on that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think my punchline is gonna be better than the joke. You know what? Punchline. That was funny. 
That was that. All right. So real quick, the show's going to end on a video. Uh, this video about eight years ago, there was a viral video where people were putting people's faces in birthday cakes while they were singing oh, happy I birthday. I forgot about that. We could have saved it. Ah, we'll, we'll have it on right now and then we'll go into the green room. Doug, you have been a great guest. This is our, we, we didn't even tell you, this is our showbiz Thursdays. So we do every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, we have a comedian on. Mondays we do coronavirus um, guests, people with, it's been pretty interesting. We have doctors. We Nurses. Have, yeah, and then uh, we decided, because we, we wanted to split it up. We didn't want to just do five comics a week. So we said, let's do show business people uh, on Thursdays. So you're actually our first show business guest. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I, I'm sure you don't want to be saturated with trading spaces, but um, Paige just did um, an interview with CI Living, my hometown station. Um, where I check in every week mm -hmm. um, and, and they're interviewing a lot of other people because they want to get perspective of how celebrities are hunkering down. I mean, I'm sure Paige would do this if, if you wanted her. We'd love that. We'd love that Paige. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. And maybe okay. your husband could go, I know that guy. Well, <laughs> Have him get a cab on the show. The funny thing is, uh, he, he I said, well, maybe you and Patrick could do it. Patrick couldn't be bothered with it. I don't think he likes to do like any sort of social media. I mean, I think it's it's hard for him. He just wants to act. I think. I know, but he, he's sitting he, home. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he can come on in, in character. Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't. You, he was great. Did you see the play? No. Oh my. Who made Doug? Yeah, I didn't. Did, no. Yes, no. I, I saw it with Paige. She she made sure oh, okay. she got me some good house seats, and we we watched it together. Oh, it was tremendous, and he was phenomenal. I he, have not so I haven't seen something like that. And okay, I haven't seen Hamilton, believe it or not. Um, but um, I have not seen a musical that was so powerful. Yeah. And artistically, you know perfection and I mean, my my friend seth melman who you've met he was the stage manager at dr oz his okay, wife yeah. is the producer mara is the producer of she really said, she dude i've been hearing about this play for seven years she had it in workshops she had it in england yeah. she had it on the west she just and i've been hearing about it hearing about it because we were good friends he, hey this is happening with the play so bang the play hits it's a huge success She's going up every two minutes. Do you funny story? She's going up every two minutes to get another award at the Tonys. Uh huh. And and she gave a great speech at the Tonys. She and and Seth, her husband, is one of the stage managers for the Tonys. He's not in a tux. He's in dark clothes. He's working <laughs> the Tonys. Oh, you take the night off. So I can't, I can't stop thinking about them and you know how much this meant to her. What a I mean, a labor of love this was for her to get this show off the ground and going, and then it's right. the biggest hit, and then bang, this happens, you know? Yeah. It's just, it just, um, yeah. I think Hades Town is going to be fine. Wicked's going to be fine. You know, it, all the, those big guys are going right. to be fine. Make um, sure you support Broadway when you can, man. Seriously. Yeah. When, 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 I'm talking to the audience. Go, go. Yeah. Go see shows. It's a great night out. People don't realize what a great night out it really is. So. Yeah. And, and we the next time we have you on, Doug, we've got to get rid of the whatever the chains are that you're tied to here. <laughs> the chains? What? Move your hand. Move your arm. What's making that noise? What noise? That. You hear that noise? Shake hard. What is, what is that? It's my shirt. It's, yeah. That's the only thing. That's the only thing making sounds right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut out on the. Wait, wait, wait! Tomorrow, eight o'clock. Don Jameson. The great Don Jameson. Don Jameson from that metal show, Spear Money. Good friend of both of us. Really good friend of Mark's. Uh, Doug Wilson, you have been just so great. <laughs> So great, and we're going to have you back in the next few weeks because we do have a lot more to talk about. Well, I just say, Mark, you have been great. I thank you so much, Richie. Yeah. 
<laughs> Thank you. Hey everybody, I'm Mark. This here's Chase, and you're watching Pinked. Today on Pinked, we're gonna pink our friend. He's the douchebag looking guy with his sleeves rolled up. We're totally gonna get him. Yeah, right, follow us. Come on. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. This is great. All right. Jesus Christ. You've been Oh Last call. Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.